0: And welcome back to the show, talking a little LSU hoops. Second half of the hour we'll have on Latavius Murray, newest Saints running back, who was on Sports Talk earlier today. But LSU Florida tomorrow at noon in the SEC tournament, and Tyler Nunez at rag on in to help us take a look at that matchup At by Tyler Nunez on Twitter, uh, Twitter Tigerag.com. Tyler, what's going on, man? Uh, here we go amid all the madness, and I guess March madness pretty appropriate for what we're seeing here, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: yeah, I just got up to Nashville looking forward to tomorrow, but yeah, it's been a crazy weekend. We couldn't even get on the road until like eleven or twelve after Will Wade sent that text message to all of us this morning and uh, but uh we're we're here. we're ready to watch the basketball tomorrow. It looks like there's already been some good basketball played and uh, LSU versus Florida, part three tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah, part three, two overtime games here. one win each on the opposing court and I would guess that LSU would have wished for any opponent other than Florida, right? Yeah. But I guess them's the Bricks. Yeah, breaks.
1: it's about a as- – it's about as tough a opponent as you can get uh, as a one seed in, in your conference tournament. Uh, Florida's a really good basketball team. They're surging right now. They've got a really good coach in John White, or I'm sorry, Mike White. And uh, they, they're just a really hard-nosed basketball team. They play really solid defense, and they really like to slow the game down. They've got really good talent. I mean, Jalen Hudson has scorched LSU twice. Kevon Allen did the first game. Uh, they've got weapons. All over the floor, and uh, they really seem to know how to make LSU kind of play outside of themselves.
0: So Jalen Hudson, you mentioned him. So he scores yeah. thirty-three against LSU in that overtime game. Um, oh, it was the last week, last Wednesday, yeah. and then the next two games, he got thirteen against Kentucky, just seven today against Arkansas. What? Why is he such a tough matchup for this LSU team? Is it just like we talked about four, uh, before? That they have a real tough time guarding guards that can score in multiple ways, or is there something more there?
1: Yeah, I think it's a matchup issue. They don't really have anyone that can uh, just, like, kind of stay on him long term. That is just, like, that can just, like, lock him down. And so, and and if you give him any room, he's going to score. It doesn't really matter where. So, uh, I think it's just a matchup issue. Other teams have kind of longer guards that they can put on him that, and a little bit maybe speedier and then also you gotta worry about the depth issue with LSU they, they only play an eight-man rotation so if anyone gets in foul trouble it's kind of it's kind of over for them so it's uh I think that it's a combination of issues uh I think they really want Javante Smart back I think he helps a little bit in that regard uh, uh but if not I think it's going to be really tough to slow him down
0: once again what about uh, this pace that you mentioned? And uh, the first time they, these two yeah. teams played, it was a seventy-point game in regulation, a little higher than that. Once they, they finished the overtime, it was in the sixties. In the second uh, time these two teams played, can LSU beat Florida at their own game? Can they win at that pace?
1: Yeah, I mean they did it. They did an okay job the second time around. They can win those games as long as LSU is like within ten points. They have a chance. Uh, I think they would rather obviously run the ball. Uh, They'd rather force turnovers and uh, score in the fast break. But the problem is Florida does such a good job of protecting the ball. They're such a well-coached and experienced team that uh, it's kind of, kind of tough to force them into mistakes like that. So, uh, I thought that LSU was going to do a really good job of that early in the second game. When LSU went on a big run early in the first half, it looked like they were going to start controlling the pace. But then Florida just kind of reverted back to playing really hard-nosed defense. They kind of packed in the middle with that 2 on 2 And then just uh, LSU, once again, just couldn't find the rim for a while and kind of let out Florida get back into it. So, Controlling the pace against this Florida team is a really difficult task. We saw this with Mike White whenever he was at Louisiana Tech. We're seeing it at a much higher level now at the SEC when he's at Florida. And um, I think that's just kind of a hallmark of, of uh, Mike White, and it's a testament to what he's been able to do with these programs.
0: It's Tyler Nunez joining us here on the Last Lap at by Tyler Nunez covers LSU for Tiger Rag. What about Tony Benford, the I guess you can call him interim head coach yeah. right now? How's he handled in this whole situation?
1: I think he's handling it as well as you, I mean you could at this point. I think a lot of people were surprised he was the guy. I think Greg Heyer and Billy Armstrong probably would have been more more likely to have taken that job. But I think what Tony Binford's done is he's kind of let the players do their own thing. We're at the point in the season where these players know what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, they, they don't need a lot of coaching at this point. It's all about implementing coaching they've already gotten, and I think that's a really smart move on Benford's part. I think he has he has veteran guys like Tremont Waters and Skylar Mays who are able to lead the team on the floor. Um, and at this point, you got to let what Will Dwayne did throughout the season work itself out on the court.
0: These kids are human, and that's what they are. They're really kids, <laughs> young men, 18, 19, 20 years old. How are they handling this? You know, it's and they should be kept away from the media. The the program and the the LSU's doing a great job of insulating themselves from all the madness on the outside. But how are these kids doing?
1: They seem to be doing fine. We got to talk to them the other day. Uh, I mean, they were good. And even Javonte, even Javante Smart in that Vanderbilt game, you could see it before the game. He was laughing and joking and playing with the crowd during the game. He was celebrating, and then after the game, he was. He seemed as happy as ever. And by all accounts, he's been handling this like a champ. So, uh of all the people you think to be upset would be upset during the situation Javante Smart seems to be handling it great and I think that's kind of carrying over to the rest of the team I think the rest of the team is just kind of dealing with things as they come it's not the first or even the worst obstacle they've had to overcome this season I mean that these are we're talking about a bunch of kids that lost one of their best friends on what was supposed to be their first day of practice so I think uh losing their head coach whether it be momentarily or permanently I think that's just kind of another thing. They view it as another obstacle they just have to overcome.
0: Bottom line here, Tyler, does LSU get it done tomorrow at noon?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. It's like a 50-50 split. I think they have a really good chance, especially if they come out with the same intensity they did against Vanderbilt. But uh, it's, it's going to take a lot. And uh, without Will Wade to kind of fire him up, it's, it's, somebody else is going to have to step up and do it.
0: It's Tyler Nunez at Tigerag.com. You can find his work there. All sorts of coverage on the Will Wade situation and, of course, LSU and Florida Preview. Tyler, appreciate it. Man, hopefully we're talking more LSU hoops as the week goes on. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, just, just let me know. All right, yeah, have a good one.
0: You bet. At By Tyler Nunez on Twitter. Follow him there. And at TigerFangs. you got to bookmark Tigerag.com for all of your coverage. We're coming back after this. A couple of phone calls and texts to get to and then Latavius Murray, second half of the hour.